most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? I got five dollars. This is a run to the left. How many tackles can one man break? You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. My goodness, that was good. You guys are pros. The best. Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the NFL Week 3 Fantasy Flex Podcast. This is your fantasy preview for week number three. I am your host, Chris Raybon, with my dude, one of the top rankers in the game, John Kerner. What's up, man? Uh, happy uh, Christian Kirk Week. Absolutely yeah. smashed it for me in DFS. Uh, crushed it in, like, Fantasy Pros. I think my rankings are good. Didn't translate the player prop so much. I think I went seven and nine, but learned a lot from week two. Uh, moving on to week three, but one more round of applause for your first uh, two weeks. Congratulations, <laughs> buddy. Holy shit. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep it going, man. Got, got the Steelers, so. We'll oh, see. yeah, you have the Steelers. And, and the line moved against me, too. Yeah, so the line uh, moved against me. So I, I actually, I just I just wanted the hook. So I took it, uh, I took the hook, but it, I think it went to four, four and a half. Uh, but uh, yeah, Tom. And you said there's going to be wind in that game. Should be some wind. Uh, the yeah. Browns, Miles Garrett's banged up, but Tonio's banged up. Clowney's out. Chase Vinovich just went on IR. I mean, it's just a. It's going to be one of those <laughs> Thursday night games. So we'll see. Yeah, well, but, keep uh, riding that hot hand, buddy. Keep it yeah, up. Yeah, man. We we got to talk. We got to talk Thursday night football. Yeah. And, uh, we'll do that on this show. Uh, we'll dive into the Thursday slate between the Steelers and the Browns, and then we'll. Jump into the week three main slate. We'll talk some stacks, some dart throws, and uh, we'll build lineups uh, on both FanDuel and DraftKings. And hopefully you guys don't get ruled out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we, nobody yeah. gets mysteriously hurt after we put them in it's there. Inevitable. Great. It's inevitable. But uh, yeah, if you guys uh, heard Sean and I talking player projections this week on the Action Network podcast, welcome back for even more good stuff. And if you have not yet, be sure to check that episode out over on the Action Network podcast channel. We got a contest winner. We're doing them every week. Uh, we're choosing our favorite five-star review on Apple. And uh, you got a free year of Action Pro. So uh, this week's winner is iGall321. Congratulations to iGall321. Thanks very much for the kind words. On the review, you can hit up podcast at actionnetwork.com to claim your free year of Action Pro. Again, that's podcasts at actionnetwork.com. And if you like the show, be sure to leave us a rating and review, and uh, maybe you get picked next week. All right, Thursday night football, Steelers, Browns, low-scoring game, totals under 40. Uh, Browns favored by about four, four and a half. Who do you like in the captain spot? Man, there's not much to pick from, not going to lie. This is one of those slates where running backs, you know, there's going to be multiple running backs you could choose from. Defenses are obviously in play. Neither quarterback is really a strong option for the captain Uh slot. Uh, so I'm going to go with Amari Cooper in the captain slot. I think he could be sneaky. Although after a nine catch, 101 yard game with a touchdown, how sneaky could you really be? Uh, but he's known for just having, you know, massive upside. So he's the kind of guy that you kind of want on a slate like this. Um, I, I still think he should see a massive target share going forward. So um, I'm going to have to go with Amari Cooper here. You know, I'll go Nick Chubb then because I think, you know, it's nice. got to like they're going to feed him, you know, even though I like the Steelers in this game. Uh, we know what the Browns are going to do. Jacoby Brissett even emerged from that Jets game with mm-hmm. an ankle issue. So uh, you know they're going to feed 
uh, Nick Chubb in this game and uh, the Steelers run defense kind of been an issue for them, uh, you know, going back to last year and uh, they were 27th in, in DVOA against the run. And this year they started out, uh, they, they're kind of middle of the pack 18th, but they're better against the pass. They're ninth. So they do have the makings of, of kind of a run funnel here. And uh, this whole game has the makings of a run <laughs> funnel. So uh, yeah, give me some, give me some Nick Chubb. Yeah, someone that has like way too, not way too much, just a ton of cream hunt in season long. Um, there was that one drive cream hunt, led him all the way down the field. And then he he had to pull himself out. He's exhausted. Nick Chubb <laughs> came in, got the vulture touchdown. So that was fun to see. But yeah, it can never go wrong with Nick Chubb, especially on a slate like this. Let's go with some dart throws. Do you like darts, Ted? Oh, they're okay. I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man myself. Oh, yeah. So the, I'm going to have to go back to the well here of George Pickens. He's at the running wind sprints for the first yep. two games. Another 95% route run game. One catch for 23 yards. Eventually, it's going to happen for him. Unfortunately, um, that might need to be when, like, Kenny Pickett takes over. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is just not targeting him. But on a site like this, this is when we can go back to him. I think when it comes to main slates, I'm going to stay away from Pickens in the meantime. But the talent's still there. So I'm going to just – I have to consider him a dart throw here. How could you not? And then on the Browns side, I'm going to have to go with Harrison Bryant. Just He could be sneaky. Yeah. The Browns run a ton of two tight end sets. Um, he's averaged 46% routes run right on the air. Um, at a couple of games, you know, two catches for 20 yards, three catches for 40 yards. But I think he does have some upside – in the red zone, he's run the most routes um, inside the town, ten yard line at four. So at least he's in there <laughs> on the goal line. So uh, he could be one of those. I wouldn't even call it a vulture touchdown, but he's a good bet for a touchdown on a site like this. So I like Harrison Bryant as a dart throw on the Brown side. Yeah, that's a good call on Bryant. You know, big man, not not quite a fullback, but he is a no, big man. No, he's yeah, <laughs> not. Although fullbacks have been just oh smashing my showdown slate. Long pass to the fullback. Got a nice block. How many tackles can one man break? Oh, look at the fullback. Down the sideline. Big setup. Lovely. Touchdown. Like a runaway beer truck down the sideline. Yeah, we're, we're doing our best to, to keep the fullback position alive and thriving. Make fullback straight again. And we got a Quez Watkins. Yeah, you called that. That was, that was a great like call. These showdown slates have been going immaculately, and uh, Reggie Gilliam. <laughs> Xander Horvath. Xander. Like, it's been amazing. So yeah, I think Burton had like two of the first three touches for the Chiefs in yeah. that game, too. I mean, yeah. it's just it's something I don't know what it is about Thursday nights. These coaches just love to like <laughs> throw out the fullback and like get get some easy yardage. They think no one's gonna be expecting it. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's uh that is something to keep. We'll talk some fullbacks in a sec, but uh for my dart throw. I am going to go with David Bell, uh, another rookie, nice. and uh, kind of just trying to get ahead of it. You know, it's it's a true dart throw, but I noticed that his routes run per dropback went up from 21% in week one to 38% in week two. So Anthony Schwartz only ran around on 13% of the dropbacks last week, and Michael Woods, uh, another rookie, was a healthy scratch, and, and Demetri Felton's been struggling. So I, I do think they want Bell to take over that you know number three wide receiver role sooner than later so I wouldn't be surprised to see another jump maybe to 50 percent plus and uh with these rookies you know they're essentially free right now and you know not like I don't love Bell as a player I think he's okay (laughs) but in this kind of spot if you know he's on the field you know 
40, 50 percent of the time in a low scoring game, all he has to do, you know, get it, get one touchdown catch and, uh, you know, it could change the slate. So trying to get ahead of some David Bell here. I do like Peoples Jones as well. I, I think Peoples Jones is, is kind of got a new role on this team. He's he's running around almost 90 percent of the time this year, but he's a little more expensive. But another guy to kind of watch out for uh, if you want to pivot off uh, Cooper with some stacks. Yeah, I like that. And, you know, I, I like Cooper as the captain just because he's pretty volatile, obviously has a high ceiling, but there's games where he could be MIA. So I'm a fan of taking some shots at these ancillary receivers. And the knock on Bell when he was coming out of college was, you know, the separation issues. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's that's been the case because uh, he's only commanding a 5% target per route run rate. Uh, but on a site like this, this is the perfect time to take a flyer on that. He still has some upside. So, you know, if he's out there 40, 50% of the time, could see some targets they're they're using them underneath so he could easily get yeah. a four or five catch game so love that dart throw call yeah better on DraftKings, obviously because like you oh said, yeah yep, uh, underneath kind of guy yeah uh but yeah let's, let's talk some fullbacks we only got one in this game ah damn it yeah we're, we're doing our best to to keep the fullback position alive and thriving make fullbacks great again we do got some Derek watt Derek oh watt. yeah there we go and he has run routes this year you know i thought he was just going to be like Pure special teamer, but he's run three pass routes. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that double on the first drive this week, the way that we've been seeing these, these, uh, these plates going. Yeah. And he, uh, he was, was he the Melvin Gordon or Austin Eckler vulture at times and on the chargers? I think it was both of them. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was both of them. (laughs) I think it was both of them, but yeah, like, you know, Najee Harris a little banged up. I could see him getting in there on a, you know, one yard touchdown run or something, but yeah, slim pickings. I, I don't think Derek Watt, I don't think we consider him uh, an elite fullback option. But like we yeah. said on these showdown slates, there's something about fullback. So, you know, got to have at least one Derek Watt lineup out there. Derek Watt had one carry bet- 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 the whole of 2020 and 2021. He already has one carry through the first two weeks of the season uh, this year. And it went it's for a sign. first down. So uh, he could he could get that uh, Najee yeah. Vulture. It's not yeah. out of the question. All right, uh, let's jump to the main slate. Let's start with a stack or stacks that you like. What do you got? Yeah, so just a couple of the obvious ones would be like Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson having a bounce back game against the Lions. You could say the same thing. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams at Tennessee. Tennessee's having some cornerback issues. So, you know, we saw Stephon Diggs. They couldn't stop him. So could see a huge Devontae game. Um, in terms of just like sneaky cheap stacks, I kind of like Jameis Winston and Chris Olave. Uh, both of them are super cheap right now for some reason. Um, and Olave obviously has a ton of competition for targets right now, but he went off last week. He saw 13 targets, um, only went for five catches for 80 yards, but I, I like the upside there. So in GPPs, um, I think having, you know, a cheap stack like that and then spending up elsewhere um, is pretty sneaky in GPPs this week. Yeah, I, that's generally how I like to stack. Like I, I Normally, we don't want to pay top dollar uh, for the stack because I think that defeats part, you know, the purpose. Like what you're trying to do is take advantage of the correlation of guys who maybe, you know, individually you might not oh, like, you know, you're not you're not always going to want to roster yeah. Jameis Winston. But now you can correlate him with Olave, vice versa, uh, and makes it a lot. And then you can still get those ex- more expensive studs yep. in another position. So uh, that's generally my philosophy. And uh, with that said, I like me some. Marcus Mariota, Drake London this week, both Hell under yeah. 6K on uh, DK. And, you know, Mariota is always going to give you that rushing upside. But if London goes off, Mariota, you know, could do enough as a passer 
as well. Again, this is zone defense. I don't think it's a tough defense to to beat, you know, for especially for a guy like London who's just averaging over three yards per route against zone coverage. So if the Seahawks plays zone like 90% of the time and London runs like 30 routes, he would be on pace for like 90 yards, 90 to 100 yards. So love me some Drake London this week. And I also got to shout out your boy Flacco, 5,300. Uh, I like it on DraftKings because yeah. he's been throwing for 300. You get that three-point bonus, and you can stack him with Garrett Wilson for under 6K as well. Flacco's 53, and Garrett Wilson is 5,800. And uh, I think that could be a very profitable stack once again because you have the Jets playing the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals, they still haven't won yet this year. So, you know, they're the – possibility that the Bengals could light up the scoreboard and, and finally kind of break out of their shell and that would necessitate more throwing from the Jets yeah. and Flacco so I uh, love me some some Flacco Wilson you could also go Flacco Elijah Moore as well uh pretty cost effective too so a uh, few quite a few options with uh with Joe Flacco yeah love the Mariota London stack and uh, like I am so high on London like I said I, I watch a ton of USC games and London always reminded me of like a blend of, like I said, uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Evans. Like he is that good. And there was a point where the Trojans had Michael Pittman, Drake London, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Could you, Matt? That is the dream team right there. But yeah, London was commanding targets back then too. Um, so he looks really good. So yeah, I can't believe I think of that. But yeah, signing up for Mariota and London Sacks this week. Yes, sir. We might have to do it on our uh, DK lineup. Oh, yeah. For FanDuel. One, yeah, they're cheap all yeah. across the industry. Yeah, that's true. All right, what about dart throws? Y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh? So you, you already called him my boy. Why not? Let's go Joe Flacco. Why the hell not? They're letting him <laughs> air it out. Like you said, this this should be another negative game script against the Bengals. Um, he's surrounded by very talented pass catchers. So like you said, you can't even figure out who to stack him with. Double stack him with Elijah Moore, uh, Garrett Wilson. Even throw out some Conklin uh, stacks with Flacco. You know, he Michael Carter. Uh, so love Flacco's versatility as a cheap QB this week. Uh, running back, I kind of like Raheem Mozart. Um, he's going to be very overlooked this week. Um, but his playing time shot way up last week against the Ravens. It could be a similar game script against the Bills this week, where it's a you know a trailing game script, high scoring game. Um, but Mozart, he dominated the early down work last week, saw sixty one percent of the rush attempts. He even tied Chase Edmonds with routes run at forty seven, uh, which is kind of bizarre to see. Um, and you know they haven't had a goal line carry yet but he's been in on every goal line snap so far so he's the odds on favorite to get the first goal line touch whenever that is um so he's kind of guy he's a home run hitter he could you know have a couple big plays even against a good bills defense so i like him as a dart throw and then last week christian kirk paid off he had a massive game i'm gonna pivot to zay jones this week at 4k on dk um i I think the chargers might sell out to try to slow down christian kirk the Jaguars should throw a ton here. Um, this should be a trailing game script. So Zay Jones, love his underlying usage so far. So he could have a big game here. So I like Zay Jones' dart throughout wide receiver. Yeah, I was looking at Zay Jones. He's, he's too cheap just for the amount of routes that he is yep. uh, running. Uh, I'm going to go with Greg Dortch. Yet again, it looks like Rondell Moore is going to miss another week. And uh, I remember, I think I slacked you last week like i was like greg dorch is popping as like my wide receiver 34 yeah. or something i, I lowered yeah. him stuck but, you uh, loves him too from his college days yeah, yeah yeah so he's uh you know he's had two straight games with at least 13 uh, dk points last week went four for 55 
uh, and a touch. The week before, he had nine targets. But I think this is another game where you could see him uh, put up some some catches because the Rams, what do they like to do? They like to sit back in that zone. They play it over 90% of the time, most games. And Greg Dortch is leading all Cardinal uh, wide receiver and tight ends in yards per route uh, against zone so far this season. So he's that guy that probably going to be open. You know, Marquise Brown's going to draw a lot of attention. Rondo Moore looks like he's still out. AJ Green, it's, it's a struggle <laughs> with him. I mean, hey, did he get hurt? Like I saw it looking, he tore his ACL, popped his Achilles and, you know, ruptured it. I think I mixed up the verbs there, but he looked banged up. He's playing yeah. through some pain right now. Yeah. He's, it's just, you know, he's one of those big body guys that's kind of yeah. probably, probably called it five years up. ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the infamous. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how he, I mean, that was still a great catch though on that two point conversion. Yeah. So, but oh, yeah, amazing. Dorch is, and you know, with Dorch, then you could pay up for Kyler Murray and you're still, you still have a pretty cheap stack who could, you know, catch, you know, five, six, yeah. seven balls. So, uh, like me some Greg Dorch this week. And uh, one more, I'll go with that running back. This one is kind of just, again, trying to get ahead of these rookies early on. Ken Walker, didn't really see as much work in the backfield, but he wasn't, he was targeted on three of his five routes. And I, I do think he'll get more than four carries this week. So all you need him to do is break a long one. And the Falcons are number 28 in, in DVOA against the run. They're not an intimidating run defense by any means. So I could just see, you know, kind of watching a red zone and uh, Hanson like, Oh yeah. Remember the rookie Ken Walker missed the first game. And, <laughs> and then he just like breaks one for like 60 yards. So uh, let's try to get ahead of that with uh, with with some Ken Walker and, and before the uh, before the hype builds. So now you're seeing visions. Now is that what like sign me <laughs> up for that? Do you have the, the almanac from Back to the Future? Is that what's going on? If you're having visions of Kenneth Walker doing anything this week, sign me up. Hey man, yeah, I, I definitely have the vision. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, the, the passing that what was his routes run rate last week? It was, it was only higher than I thought. Right? Like it was only like. 20%, but he got, it was five, he ran five routes, but he was targeted on three of them, which, you know, now he's got a game under his belt. Uh, I do think they're going to try to get him the, the football. And yeah. this is that kind of matchup, you know, the 12, they're going to have the 12s and the crowd home favorite. So, uh, yeah, that was just one of the concerns was his uh, pass blocking ability. So if he looked good there, that, that will definitely earn him some playing time. And I will have to start lowering my Travis Homer. <laughs> um, projections but that that was good to see him out there running routes because that's I think that's the only way he'll be able to find value with Penny in there or you know you know busting out like a 60-yard touchdown run that yeah can happen that's, too, what but that's what I'm but it was at least encouraging to see his first game coming back from injury and there's some upside I will just say this there's some upside all around with the Seattle team they've averaged 48 plays per game this year which is mm. about 15 below the league average now yeah. they were like they were also like in the mid 50s or last year so this is like a thing for them but still that's going to regress to the mean like you just don't go a whole season averaging like 40 45 right. plays so like everyone on the seahawks i think has value in a game against the falcons i mean metcalf Lockett, uh you know the tight ends are kind of cannibalizing each other but yeah. uh there actually could be enough for like penny and walker and if like this is a positive game script you probably won't see as much homer because he's more of the, uh, you know, the receiving back. Yep. So, yeah, uh, that's something to just 
look out for as well. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, rushing yards in football or number of points in basketball. Then choose the amount of money that you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sweeper is that it's the only app where I can join my friends contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my group's picks with the tap of a button along with Over Under integrated into the fantasy experience itself. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash action and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash action and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. Let us go and uh, let's build a lineup. Go to DraftKings first. I'll let you go kick it off. Got a lot of options there. Uh, Let's go with Leonard Fournette on DK. Ooh, I like it. But he is way too cheap there. 6,500. He sticks out like a sore thumb. 2K cheaper than Derrick Henry. Good Lord. Oh my goodness, Derrick Henry. It might be <laughs> oh, a wrap for him. Talk about it. Yeah, he doesn't even he doesn't on? look that explosive anymore. Oh man, I hate to see it. Maybe it's an interesting contrarian play, but uh, if anything, we'll save that for Fanduel, not not a DraftKings type of play. Let's go with uh, let's go with my dude Mariota here at QB. Love we it. got him for fifty five hundred, so that leaves us with uh, just under fifty five hundred on average for running back, three wide receivers, cool. tight end, flex D. I don't even have to look at his price. Uh, I'm already going with Drake London to stack with Mariota. 5,800. 5, oh, yep. love it even more. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? All right. So we got the Mariota stack for Net London. Let's see what we got going on at tight end here. Can't go Kyle Pitts, obviously. Well, we could actually, but we don't. I don't want to. No, do that. we need a like, Mariota yeah. rushing touchdown in there somewhere. Who's going to, who do you think is going to be the chalk? Goddard this week? Um, 4,700 against Washington? No, it's the pricing looks pretty good. Um, maybe Ertz, uh, if you know, like Moore's out again, and I mean, Irv Smith has the Monday night discount. He's thirty one hundred. Ooh, yeah, he's pleased. Um, I mean, that that'll probably be a chalk. Oh yeah, just because of his price. Yeah, yeah for sure. Let's go with T.J. Hawkinson. He's been he's been struggling. Right. He's been kind of quiet. So I don't think too many people will be on him. So that's, uh, you know, another one of those guys in that same kind of tier that's just not really getting any love. And uh, maybe uh, we could do Dawson Knox on FanDuel and try to get. Oh, yeah, touchdown. that would make sense for the touchdown upside. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully uh, Amon Ra leaves a few targets for Hawkinson this week. Yeah, well, um, that's why that's kind of why, you know, it's, some, yeah, it's like no, a high I, leverage play. If anything goes wrong with Amon Ra I or think, like. Yeah, you know. a week like this, I, I do like taking a swing on Hawk. Um, Evan Ingram does stick out 3,702, but in that range, I think that's a sweet spot. I will bite the bullet on DK and go with the first defense. I, I'm going to go with the Eagles against Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz. <laughs> at 2,900. That could be a, a sneaky play there. So And they're, and they're too cheap, all things considered. So let's go I with like them. I like it. 
All right. You know what? Since we are, let's let's get a stack here. Let's go, Miles Sanders. Oh uh, yeah. Correlate with the Eagles D fifty five hundred. He's uh, still doing his thing, averaging you know over five yards a carry on the season. So uh, like me some Miles Sanders in this one. I went with the total going down and the Eagles getting more of yep. a favorite. That's just great for the game potential projected game script. So uh, may, hopefully he gets in the end zone again. Um, it doesn't happen too much, but that would, there's going to be a lot of people on Hertz, a lot of people on yeah. some combination of Brown, Goddard and Smith. So again, get some leverage here, just like with Hawkinson, get some leverage on Amon Ra. We'll get some leverage on the, all those Eagles passing game options with, with Miles Sanders. Uh, yeah. I like the Sanders call, I like the correlation. So let's, we got to spend up at somewhere. Let's look at wide receiver. Ooh. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, I'm looking at like, there's like, there's certain guys in the top five priced a lot lower than other guys in the top five. I mean, Stefan Diggs at 7,700. Yeah, ridiculous. that's what I was looking at. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. let's, let's go there. Even if our boy Gabe Davis is playing, that's probably still just a, a smash spot. So let, let's go with him. Although he he could be chalky, I don't. Care. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe I mean, well, Ty, like Tyreek is also there, and he's probably going to be chalky too. Yeah, like maybe let let's scratch Diggs. Uh, famous <laughs> last words. I mean, uh, Chase is in that range. Uh, Devontae's in that range. That I, I don't know if he's going to be chalky at all. Um, Ooh, I, I kind of like that because because they don't have corners, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fulton might return this week but either way um th- this is kind of investing in what Diggs just did mm-hmm. through Devonte adams so let's do that i like it 8400 and it's kind of he's kind of in a dead zone like jefferson's 93 adams is yeah exactly. and then like chase 81 but Diggs is 77 is, and 76 so people are probably it, going to gravitate toward Diggs hill uh or just go all the way yeah if, if there are ever week where you can get Devonte less than like i don't want to say 10 percent, maybe 15 percent, this would be it and like it was crazy. He had the whole family there at the game last week. He did get the touchdown, but I thought he was going to go off two catches, 12 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. How did they not? Back. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. Love the Adams call here. Yeah. Right. 5,600. You can leave me with like a $4,000 player in the flex or something. I don't mind. Oh, you got some guys you like, huh? I'm not off the top of my head, but I'm sure we can find <laughs> somebody. Uh, let's see. I have a guy at 4k. I, I kind of like, so that's my limit. Uh, is your guy a wide receiver or a running back? Yeah, it's. I'll just tell you, Zay Jones. He's four um, okay. so K. Okay. You know what? We'll lock him, let's lock him in for you, and then I'll oh, okay. take the last pick. No, I, I, I might now, look at a running have, back. Yeah, yeah, they're even better. Let's go back. Let's run it back with Mike Williams. The Jaguars are like bottom two in DVO, <laughs> bottom three in DVOA versus number one and number twos. Staying so, on the roller coaster this week. Yeah, let's. You know, let's do it because I think hopefully what's going to happen is Allen comes back and then. Williams, I mean, compared to Waddle uh, and and Allen at 6,500, Williams is not going to have a ton of roster ship, I wouldn't think. No, no, I wouldn't expect either. Although, watch this be a uh, Josh Palmer game. I know, right? But no, I mean, we, <laughs> Williams just, I mean, whoo, geez. Oh, yeah, no, ridiculous, right? Yeah, we're good. let's go Williams just to hopefully get the lowest, yeah. <laughs> lowest roster ship among all those guys. So we got... Mariota, 5,500 at quarterback at Seattle. A running back, Leonard Fournette, 6,500. And Miles Sanders, 5,500. And then our wide receivers are Devontae Adams at 8,400 at Tennessee. We got Drake London stacked with Mariota at 5,800. And uh, Zay Jones, 4K 
going up against the Chargers. So, so we got, oh, yeah. So we got a little correlation too with the Zay Jones, oh, Mike Williams. Nice. Uh, you know, for hopefully. Sort of on that. No, we mentioned that. Just kidding. <laughs> and uh, TJ Hawkinson, contrarian tight end, 4,200, should be one of the lower rostered tight ends in that tier. And then Mike Williams, 6,700 in the flex. And the Eagles D stacked with Miles Sanders at Washington as a six point favorite, 2,900. So. Let's hope nobody gets ruled out this time. Nobody's questionable on on the uh, uh, as we do this on Tuesday. So let's go jump to FanDuel now. All right, uh, I'll start us off here. Let's go with Dawson Knox, fifty three hundred okay. at a tight end. The Dolphins uh, have been struggling a little bit against the tight end position. They are twenty eighth in DVOA against mm-hmm. tight ends on this young season. So. Uh, bottom five already for the Dolphins uh, against tight ends. I, again, I just think Knox is gonna is due for like a two touchdown game. Josh Allen is dealing right now, and he's he's oh, he's, yeah. he's in a zone where he could just be like, all right, you haven't got any catches yet, any touchdowns yet. I got you. So yeah, whoever wants the ball, you take it. But yeah, I like the call to use Knox on Fanduel just because you know tight ends are worth you know a half point less, and so tight ends are more valuable. So love that call. And I'm going to go with our quarterback here. I'm going to do it. We're going to go Joe Flacco, Wacko Flacco, <laughs> way too cheap. So now we could probably spend up elsewhere, but um, yeah, you can decide who to stack him with. I'll leave that up to you. Flacco is 6,800. So he's super cheap. Let's see. Elijah Moore is 5,500 and Garrett Wilson 6,100. Oh, so they ooh. kind of, ooh. That might be a little bit too soon to crown Wilson, at least make them, you know, the same price at least. Yeah, let's go with Elijah Moore here, fifty five hundred. Nice. See if he, hopefully we'll give him one more week to be that to be the number one wide receiver. Yeah. So yeah, we got a we got a ton of salary, seven over seven k on average, and we haven't even picked the defense yet. So I'll, I'll okay. pick the defense, but uh, you can so you can don't have to worry about it. All right, uh, let's go with Dalvin Cook. Um, I you you and I were both high on him. Yeah. Last week didn't pan out, but everything's there for him to have a big week this week facing the lions. I I do like like the cousins Jefferson stack, but this would be a good way to pivot off that uh, with this lineup. So let's spend up and get Dalvin cook here. I like it. So yeah, we still got uh, just under seven K for running back two wide receivers, a flex and a D. I mean, we got so much salary. Let's just go Cooper cup. Let's just go. go. (laughs) There you go. Screw it. it. Let's just do it. Why even mess around? Yeah. They got, uh, you know, Alan Robinson is love last week. uh, So just Cooper yeah. Cup is just waiting. Every week. Just, yeah, oh, every just week. ridiculous. All right. He, has, he hasn't had single-digit catches yet this year. All right. I'm going to – man, I, you'll have to pick a defense next yeah. just so yeah. we need to know how much money we have. But uh, I kind of like – if I could still spend up in the 7K range, um, I, I either like Brandon Cooks at 6,600 or I like T. Higgins even more at 7,300. Do you think I can afford Higgins? Yeah, I think you can afford Higgins. Okay. If we have to get – Cheap at running back, that's totally fine. But I think Higgins is, you know, under the radar right now. He had he had a good game last week, but it wasn't a blow-up game. So his roster ship could be low here. He's, you know, always a double dong threat. So yep. that's good for FanDuel. So I think he's a good FanDuel play this week. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he's kind of going on. The Jets defense a little bit improved at corner, but, uh, you know, it's, it's still Joe Burrow, still T. Higgins. And well, it's, uh, it's also a uh, mini game stack. You know, I want a high-scoring game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We got and Flacco. We, we got Wacko Flacco. So, all right, let's see. Defensively, I am going to go with. All right, let's go Patriots. Thirty-three hundred 
you know, Lamar coming off the, the huge game. Oh, but yeah. now, you know, going going to, to Foxborough, you know, it's it's I feel like they're gonna have they're gonna have something up their sleeve, uh, you know, for, for this uh, for this one. I remember he had a he had a pretty good game against them last time. So they probably or mm-hmm. I don't know if it was last time, but it was a couple of years ago. I remember they scored like 30 oh, yeah. something on him. So I do think they're gonna kind of be rearing to 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 shut him down here. So you know, can't go. The Patriots should be well schemed on defense. So yeah, thirty three hundred yeah. can't get much better than that. Yeah, and they're they're airing it out. Like they they don't have a running game outside of Lamar yep. Jackson, of course. They don't have a running game, so they're just airing it out. So that's yeah. you know more chances for sacks, interceptions. Yep. Uh, you know touchdowns. So yeah, I love the contrarian call, and the the roster ship should be pretty low despite the cheap you know price tag. Uh, I like that call. So we have. 6,800 for running back and a flex. I'll go with the running back here. Okay. I'm going to force in Leonard Fournette again. Uh, I did that <laughs> with Christian Kirk last week, so it's a it good sign. Uh, and he, he did he promise on Twitter. He promised a touchdown for, you know, his fancy team. So I'm going to hold him to that, Lenny. I love me so, some Lenny this week. In case RB6. they don't give him receptions and it's still, you know, 30 carries. Uh, we got him on Fandle as well. Yeah, I mean, if he gets 30 carries, we should be good. Regardless. Yeah, we should be good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So I got a, need a flex, and we got 6,500, so I want to go under that. I'm thinking of double-stack Flacco with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. I thought that was the whole point. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. 6,100 for Garrett Wilson, 5,500 for Elijah Moore. We got... 400 left over, which always I like to keep, uh, you know, m- a little bit of salary left over, usually more than a hundred. So it just helps you get like a differentiated lineup. Cause a lot of people, especially when they're just throwing lineups in, you know, all haphazardly, they tend to fill up the, uh, all the salary. And so you get a yeah. lot of like overlap. So we got Joe Flacco, 6,800 against the Bengals. And we got him stacked with Elijah Moore at 5,500 and Garrett Wilson at 6,100. Uh, we also got Cooper Cup at wide receiver at 9,800 and T. Higgins at 7,300. So we got Cooper Cup, T. Higgins, and uh, a double stack with Flacco uh, for our, our pass catchers. And then Dawson Knox at tight end, hoping he gets a you know, multi-touchdown day yeah. with Josh Allen now that everyone else is eaten for the Bills. We got Dalvin Cook bounce back spot, home favorite against the Lions at 8,300. Fournette, home favorite against the Packers, 7,200. And the Patriots D contrarian just 3,300 to close us out. So I feel good about it. And hopefully everybody kind of got, you know, took something away, just kind of thinking through how, how to build a lineup here. You don't want to go too chalky, but uh, it's always nice to get Cooper cup in the lineup and still have, you know, not feel like you're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, that is going to do it for us here on the fantasy flex fantasy Week three preview episode. You guys can find Sean on Twitter at the underscore odds maker. You can find me at Chris Raybon. You can find us at those same handles on the free award-winning Action Network app. Be sure to check actionnetwork.com for our up to the minute player projections and fantasy football rankings and all of our betting content as well. Until next time, get this money.